Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Some may ask, why do you spend so much of your program time teaching the Bible? Well, the answer to that question could be very well answered in Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, his first one, in chapter 2. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which also effectively works in you who believe. You see, um, God gave his word as a tool to work in us to effectively change us into the image of his dear son, Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, our Lord. So having said that, we're going to continue in uh, the letter that Paul wrote to the Philippian believers from Roman incarceration. We're going to continue on and build upon the teaching we did last time in chapter 1 of Philippians. So let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, that, that you, the word, became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have your word now, resurrected Savior, that you, by your spirit, work to effectively change us. Oh, Father, do change us even more into the image of Messiah Jesus today. Bless every viewer today, and we thank you, Abba, Vashem Yeshua the Nine, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. So we're going to do a review read covering what I taught on last time in Philippians chapter 1, uh, beginning in verse 1. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making a request for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers with me of grace. Now I'm going to begin to go into this week's teaching, starting with verse 8. For God is my witness, how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, 
that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment. Abba, Father, is Paul's witness of Paul's love for these precious souls. And, and this love comes through Messiah Yeshua via the Holy Spirit in Paul's heart, mind, and life for the people of God. And, and that's what you should experience today in this program. You should experience the love the Lord has for you as he is, has saved us by grace. Have you been saved by his grace? He's teaching us by his grace. Is his grace teaching you? And his grace works in us and works out of us like it's working out of Paul's life. Hallelujah. Well, so his Holy Spirit motivated prayer is that their love for one another would increase. You know, there is an attack on many things that are righteous and good in this generation like no other time. And, and one of those primary goals of the attacks is to, to water down our love for one another. Look at John chapter 13. A new commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Never forget this. True, true Messiah Jesus disciples love other disciples of Jesus Christ. True disciples of our Lord Jesus love other disciples of our Lord Jesus. And, and he speaks here of knowledge and discernment. Knowing the Lord and knowing his ways and, and, and seeing what the Lord sees and hearing what the Lord hears, they're for a purpose. And we find that purpose as we continue Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment. Why? That you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. What's the purpose for the knowledge of the Lord and, and discernment? That we would approve the things that are excellent. And, and approve here means that we would test our own hearts uh, and, and, and test people, places, and things that, that come into our hearts, mind, and lives. Why? That we may be sincere. And I want to talk to you about that word sincere for a second. From the Greek to the English, um, I, I want to make sure that we don't miss this. The New Testament was originally written in Greek. That word meant son tested in that, for example, if someone would go into a shop in Bible times to buy an, an expensive piece of pottery, they would take it out into this outside into the sun and hold it up to the sun's rays. And there were deceptive people that would make a knockoff, if you will, a counterfeit expensive piece of pottery. And, and it would have cracks in it. It wouldn't be like the real McCoy. And the way that they would find out is hold it up to the sun. And the sun's rays would go through the cracks, revealing that it was counterfeited. It wasn't authentic. It wasn't this expensive piece of pottery that, uh, according to the assertion of the shop owner. And so one of the definitions of the word sincere in, in Paul's usage here 
means examined and found pure by the sun's light. That it was found to be pure after being examined by the sun's light. And folks, we need more than ever in this generation to be sun tested. Tested by the, the only begotten Son of God, Messiah Jesus, to see that we're pure. We need pure hearts. We need to, to walk in sincerity. We need to sun test the things that try to come in to our lives. Hallelujah. And he says that we should be without offense. Look what Messiah Jesus said about this in, in Luke 17. Then he said to his disciples, it is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. Offenses, hypocrisy in the body of Christ, for example, causes others to stumble and can even cause eternal harm to people for whom Jesus died. We need to take very seriously uh, our witness and what people see and hear when they look at our lives. And that's why it's so important to be sincere, sun-tested. And so if our motivation is love, the Lord first, others second, us last, if we have true knowledge and discernment about God's ways, Satan's ways, our ways, the ways of others, it's then, it's then that we can walk in sincerity. We'll test things for purity. We'll live in truth and sincerity and without offense. Oh, this is so desperately needed today. This is so desperately needed today. See, it's not just what I say and do. It's why I say and do it. Do I say what, what I'm saying by selfish motives? Because really, I'm looking out for my own self-interest. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't be wise. And, and, and again, that's part of wisdom of, of what to let in and what to keep out of my life. Yeah. At the same time, we have to start with ourselves. Oh, Lord, I want revival. Do you really want revival? Then may it start with you. May it start with me. And how will it start? It will start when we get real with God about our sin and, and, and that and the we uh, have a revived hunger and thirst for purity in the Lord and righteousness, getting rid of hypocrisy and that it would be replaced with purity. Do you know a, a, a great definition that's very simple of the word purity? That which is without mixture. That which is without mixture. Hallelujah. That we would be authentic witnesses and disciples for and of Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. We need to sun test the things that we allow into our lives. Um, we need to sun test our thinking, our, our speaking, our living, um, what we would allow into our homes through a television set. Uh, what we allow into our ears with the music we listen to and so much more. Yeah. We'll be back in just a moment as we continue through the book of Philippians. Watch therefore, be ready. I'm so thankful for how the Lord is blessing our Watch Therefore television program and our ministries, blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. You see the Watch Therefore message presents the urgency to the lost, receive Messiah Jesus as Lord and Savior now. 
It stirs the lukewarm out of lukewarmness and also helps make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus. With our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers and ministry partner John McTurnan and myself who co-founded it, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. I've been ministering in 10 African countries for over 10 years in America and going into India. Oh, listen, there's so much that we're doing. You can sign up for our monthly newsletter, which I'll share about with you in just a moment. For anyone who's watching that would like deeper faith, stronger faith, and authentic encounters and experiences with the Holy Spirit of the living God to help you abide in Messiah Jesus, know our Father in heaven in even deeper ways, we have something very special we're presenting. It's the Watch Therefore Israel tour in October and then early November. It's about a 10-day tour in 2019. It's going to be so special. What we're doing is putting information up on the screen now so you can find out more. Don't miss our Watch Therefore Israel tour. It is going to be so exciting, so amazing. You don't want to miss it, and it will help you watch Therefore and be ready. I am thankful that the Watch Therefore television program is expanding, and with that expansion also comes an expansion of airtime expenses and production costs. But our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise faithful partners from our viewing audience who want to come alongside with us and lay up their treasures in heaven. Now, first may I say, if you haven't received Jesus as your savior and Lord, please don't send any, any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord even today and enjoy the program, be our guests. But for those who have been born again and want to lay up their treasures in heaven, we say, come on, let's bear fruit that will remain forever together which, with the Watch Therefore message. Now, for those of you who are already partnering, I want to say a big thank you. I thank the Lord for you. We pray for you and trust that he's blessing you. Sign up for our monthly newsletters with the information that's there on the screen, and we'll send you our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly updates so you can pray and help us in our work. Unless we really trust the words of our Messiah Jesus, it's almost impossible to imagine the kind of generation we live in. With the birth pangs, the fig tree putting forth leaves, and the days of Noah all taking place at the same time. Like I said, it's just hard to imagine how difficult it's going to get in this generation. You may think, well, it's already difficult. Well, it's going to get worse fast. But the same kind of grace that was available to Noah is available to us today. And what I do with my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is I teach on how you can be the faithful servant of Messiah Jesus and be very successful regarding eternal kingdom success in this generation. Many are gonna be caught off guard, but it doesn't have to be you. So for a donation of any amount, we'll send you our book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to help you watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We continue in this uh, handbook, if you will, for faithful servant discipleship in Messiah Jesus living, the letter Paul wrote to the Philippians as he was in Roman incarceration. He's concerned about the faith of the precious souls for whom Jesus died and rose again, who are in Philippi. 
So now we're going to go into Philippians 1, verse 12 and onward. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Again, we're reminded, Paul is a gospel man. His primary concern is the gospel of Messiah Jesus, getting the word out, the good news that though we've sinned and broken God's laws and, and that hell is real and hot and forever, and that's where sinners go, that Messiah Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He was buried in hallelujah on the third day he rose from the grave. Oh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And that is Paul's concern that people get saved like Paul got saved, though he didn't deserve to. A great persecutor of Jesus the Lord himself. Jesus said uh, in, in the book of Acts, Paul, uh, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He was a persecutor of our Lord Jesus by persecuting the people for whom he died. But he was forgiven. He was saved. Why shouldn't others be forgiven? Why shouldn't others be saved? Have you been forgiven for your sins? Have you been saved? Well, then why shouldn't you tell other people who have sinned who need to be saved? Amen? And Paul is a gospel man. And, and, and here's how he thinks. He doesn't go walking around, oh, woe is me, my rotten situation. Yeah? And, and everyone at some point in their lives has rotten situations. But Paul's perspective is, how does my rotten situation advance the gospel of Messiah Jesus? Listen, if you live that way, you can't lose. You're indestructible if you live that way. And, and others see, Paul, he's not Rome's prisoner. He's here on assignment of Messiah Yeshua. Everybody sees that. His chains of Messiah means that he would have never chosen this for himself and that it's certainly from the Lord. He calls himself in places in his letters, prisoner of Christ. And see, we need to remember, ours is always a gospel assignment. When, when you think this way, which is the truth, everything changes in your life. And, and, and why are we on a gospel assignment? Because the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also for the Gentile. How far have we gotten from the reality of our life in Christ that he came to save that which was lost? Well, in eternity, not only will the Roman palace guard uh, and, and, and others be so thankful for Paul's gospel assignment and that he accepted it, but we rejoice in it today. Why? Well, the reason we have much of the New Testament is because Paul rejoiced in the Lord while being incarcerated, realized and accepted his gospel assignment, and wrote what would become a big part of the New Testament. How can you look at situations in your life today and reconsider that you're on a gospel assignment in those difficulties? Wow. It's all because Paul accepted the faithful servant calling that every believer in Messiah Yeshua has been given, including you. Now, I want to share something with you um, that I was reminded of on the news recently. Uh, not far back, and maybe you saw uh, in the news um, when ISIS was really blowing and going through the Middle East uh, more than they are able to now, thankfully. They lined up 
uh, a bunch of Egyptian, I believe they're Coptic Christians, and they lined them up on the, on the beach in Libya in orange jumpsuits. And they gave them the choice to renounce Jesus or lose their heads. And they wouldn't renounce the Lord. So one by one, they begin um, killing them. One by one. Well, they got to this African uh, man who was there. Uh, uh, he's from another part of Africa. And they, they asked him, and he said, you know, when you started doing this, I didn't believe in Jesus. But after watching these men give their lives before renouncing Jesus, they wouldn't do that. The Lord has shown me to become a Christian. And now you can kill me. I believe in Jesus. Wow. Their gospel conduct saved this man for eternity. Think of this. The last bit of conduct of their lives brought them into the presence of Messiah Jesus eternally, but also brought this African man with them. Oh, hallelujah. Look at 1 Peter 2.12. Having your conduct honorable, honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. And see, that visitation came. The Holy Spirit opened the eyes of this African man as he watched the conduct of these other disciples of Messiah Jesus give their lives for his name. Whoo! Hallelujah. You see, persecution is a gospel and salvation discipleship multiplier. Before I was in full-time ministry, I would have people at different places where I worked persecute me and mock me and laugh at me and, hey, you want to go out drinking with me tonight? And, and how, let's go chase some girls. And uh, how about that, you know? No, no, I, I, uh, I put all that down when I gave my life to Messiah Jesus. I remember one time at work once in front of a bunch of guys, some guy asked me that. I say, you take a drink of this living water, you'll put that Budweiser down, sir. That's what I said to him. And so, hallelujah, and hallelujah, and hallelujah. I would run into him at different places, that same fellow, and share the gospel with him when he would be down and pray for him. I, one of them who did that, uh, I ran into him years later. He says, I, I found the Lord, the Lord, when actually the Lord found him. He said, I found the Lord. Schwartz, I found the Lord. Yeah? And I got to be part of that with a gospel witness. Oh, hallelujah. Now, let's look at Philippians chapter 1, beginning in, in verse 15. Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. Oh, hallelujah. You see, some were against the Apostle Paul for their own advancement. And, and there are today uh, preachers and teachers that they use the Word of God, they use the, the glorious testimony of our Savior Jesus for their own advancement. They represent themselves as uh, leaders in the body of Christ, and they use the titles given for those who are in leadership in the body of Christ, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, 
but they're not what they present themselves to be. And they're doing this for their own advancement, right? And they hate the message of authenticity, and sometimes they will come against that message publicly. Why? Because it's convicting to them. They know that's what they ought to be preaching. That's what they ought to be saying. That's what they ought to be doing. It's a threat to their sham. And, and then there's those who preach the gospel from good, motive, from good motives. Hallelujah. You know what I'm, I'm released by? You know what gives me comfort? It's not my job to root out every false teacher and preacher. That's just not my, that's above my pay grade. Now, if it's in a congregation where I'm a leader, certainly then I'm responsible to protect the sheep from wolves, right? But it's not my job to root out every false teacher and preacher. That's not what I'm called to do. What's my job? To examine my own heart, to examine my own motives, and to make authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus. That's my J-O-B, right? Yeah? The Lord can use even those preaching Messiah with false motives and wrong motivations. And so I can say hallelujah that his name is being lifted up and that he will sort it all out. Where does that leave you today? Are you an authentic disciple of Messiah Jesus? Will you allow the spirit of the living God and the word of God and the preaching and teaching of the word of God to test you? Will you be sun tested today? Will you... Um, uh, let yourself be thoroughly examined by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Messiah Jesus. Will you do that? He loves you. He wants to bless you today. Have you truly been saved? Have you truly been born from above? Is your life and your heart changed by believing that Jesus died on the cross for your sins? He was buried and on the third day. He rose again. He did that for you because he loves you. And he is your only hope. If you're hoping in anything else, you're in big trouble. And, and sinners really do, even though people say they don't today, sinners really do go to hell. And he doesn't want you to go. There's so much that he gave his life for you, his sinless life to pay for your sins. And after rising from the grave, he sent his Holy Spirit to convict us of sin, righteousness, and, judge, and, sin, righteousness, and judgment today. You can repent. You can change your mind about your sins and believe in Jesus the Lord. Oh, you could say something like this. Oh, Jesus, Lord, forgive me. I know I've sinned. Oh, Father in heaven, I don't want to go to hell. And, and you love me and you sent Jesus to die on the cross for my sins and he rose again. Jesus, Lord, save me. Forgive me. Heal me. I'm changing my ways. I'm going your way. Oh, oh Father in heaven, bless every viewer today. Thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. As, as we get to wrap up the program, if you prayed to receive Jesus as Lord today, use the contact information at the bottom of your screen. Let us know that you prayed to receive the Lord. We'll send you some free literature that will help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Until we get together next time, remember, watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch, therefore, and be ready. We know he came. The Lamb who was slain, he'll come again. Our conquering King on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore.